here we have uh, Radioactive Pussies top five favorite ways to respond to unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> Number one, why he look like that implies the penis is his own dude. <laughs> Ominous. Person will inevitably respond with like what? To which you can respond fucking ugly, buddy. <laughs> Two, what the fuck is that? Leaves the person confused. Implies you've never seen a penis before. Person will inevitably respond with my dick. And will be forced to accept the fact that yes, they did just send some random stranger a person of their penis. A picture of their penis. Means. Uh, see below for examples such as you have lost penis privileges. What? Snip, snip. <laughs> uh, and a picture of Miku saying, thanks for sending me a message. Unfortunately, you're, you're very ugly and I will never not be prepared and I will not be replying to you. Uh, this picture of a cheese slash banana slicer Slicing into many, many, many cuts. And number five, block button. Simple and effective. Anyways, welcome to the Super Fun Podcast. That's what I enjoy it, cowboy. Howdy. <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, I, did, I did not sleep. But why are you a cowboy? Cowboy, baby. Okay, that's it. Let's not be those neighbors. No. Okay, that's it. We're, we're done here. We got, we got out of our system now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is... It is the new year that's been established. It's the night... I'm so tired. I have not slept. Why? Why is my body hating me like this? I want to sleep. And I can't. <laughs> I must podcast. <laughs> I've been podcasting for two weeks straight, bruv. <laughs> yes, but you have a problem. <laughs> I also have a job. Yeah. You have so much time to podcast. No. <laughs> no time. <laughs> the only time I have is to do... No. Whoa. It all just hit me there. <laughs> Life. Death. The inevitability of both <laughs> podcasts. They say if you just keep doing something and doing it over a long period of time, no matter you, you'll just get better. I should really follow that advice. Well, podcasting or sleeping? Ah, uh, maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> I heard if you go to sleep at the same time every night for a long time, your body will just make you go to sleep at that time and don't have to worry about it. I believe in falling asleep at random t intervals of time so your body is internally confused of when and how to go to sleep. 
So I also delayed doing this podcast for like two days because my body was actively fighting me. Yeah, you were asleep all day yesterday. That was because I had the most gnarly headache, (laughs) which I then realized the source was because my shoulder was super tight and like (laughs) it it needed to move. But my body was like, oh, you got a headache though. Your shoulder's giving you a headache, which makes you want to go to sleep and rest. But you should move, but also go to sleep. <laughs> no, why am I gay? And the day before, every single joint in my body was in pain, which I think might be the gout. <laughs> Do you actually have gout? No. Okay, good. No. I was no, I just <laughs> no, I just looked up on WebMD. It's like, all right, what what is causing this? I was like, well, this could be many things: cancer, gout. You're just gonna die. <laughs> Stop cannibalizing. I'm like, thanks, WebMD. You're always helpful and really reassuring. WebMD, the site of hypochondriacs. Have a light cough? That's tuberculosis. <laughs> You're gonna die. I've got the black lung pappy. <laughs> oh. No, 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 we've had enough weird noises already. Yes. Okay. Anyways, my week. My week was pretty simple. I picked up two new podcasts specifically from the WWE. As they've launched their WWE Podcast Network. That's disgusting. Uh, yeah, I know. But they're both actually really fantastic. Okay. Well, one's very inside the business, After the Bell with Corey Graves, in which he he, he actually gets to talk shit about oh. his job. Okay. Which is always a good thing. Because he's, he's been very critical on the product. He's like, man, some of this shit on Ross sucks. <laughs> he's just straight up trashing shit. And then and then he spends about, and like, they're only about an hour long, so they're really bite-sized in comparison to most podcasts I listen to. And make. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I just was able to motor through, like, about, about ten episodes. So, yeah, I'm all caught up on that. And also, the one that I feel like anyone at this table would actually, like, get mileage out of, even if you don't care about wrestling, is The New Day. Feel the power. Uh, That sounds like a... (laughs) It sounds like a Morning Mass podcast. So let me tell you about The New Day, then. Okay. They start out as exactly that. Oh, and they go into, like, how, at the time, like, this was kind of a last-ditch effort for uh, Xavier Woods. Because in, in his eyes, he was on the way out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, I need to do something so I don't get fired. <laughs> and just so happens, Biggie... Uh... <clears throat> oh, jeez. McDonald's is coming back at me. Uh, Biggie was also like kind of floundering. He was like, oh, I was on NXT, and now they brought me back up, and now I got nothing to do. And then, longtime WWE star Kofi Kingston, uh, he was also floundering at the time. And all three of them were like, 
you know, we could do a thing as, like, we're disgruntled veterans and stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, we could do something with that. And then they, and then they like, worked it for months and months. And then Vince McMahon, and in his infinite wisdom, was like, what? I, what wisdom? I, I say that with quotation marks. Uh, yup, 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 what it do? And he's just like, I, I got it. You're, you're gonna be preachers. And then you'll kill the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, they get they they're originally going to be heels, disgruntled veterans, and then he's just like, "Oh yes, you three, you're gonna be preachers." And like they originally got Virginia, I'm a ghost now. <laughs> they got sound with like some 1600s gospel music, like oh boy, and then they're like. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to do, like, the soul, you know, like, southern, uh... Stand up and clap sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. All that. And, like, that, that kind of worked out. And there's a whole... You just... I would just suggest listening to the podcast, because it is... It is... They're also fucking hilarious. <laughs> they just have an episode where they bring on one of Big E's friends from college, and they just talk about Big E. And he's... he's Fucking weird. <laughs> He's also a huge slab of meat. Okay. So when he first like showed up at uh, the University of Iowa because he was a football player, uh, his buddy uh, met him for the first time and he sees him and he's like taking up two seats. <laughs> So he goes up to him, and he's just saying that like a like a like a final boss, a golem, <laughs> and he's just like, "Hey man, oh, what junior college did you go to?" And Biggie just looks at him, and just like, "I did not go to junior college. I am a freshman." <laughs> oh boy, he's like, "What?" <laughs> he was also known as the myth in, in college because he was like he he had his own time. In the weight room. That was his time. <laughs> you do not interrupt his time. He is the myth. <laughs> so yeah, I motored through both of those. Uh, those were pretty good. Uh, I watched some stuff. Uh, High Q is back. The volleyball anime. Yeah. It's good times. I'm really happy it's back. Some dying need for that. Uh, Macadamia is great. Y'all should catch up on that. Oh, my hero. Yes. Yes. You called it Macadamia. Yes, I did. I'm surprised I haven't heard that before. I've referred to it as Macadamia many times. <laughs> I also read the latest chapter, and without going into any spoilers, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? There's some crazy shit. Like, I've said this before. There was crazy shit going on in the manga. Like, this is some, This is some crazy shit. I have no context for any of this. Yeah, exactly. The last episode I watched was the, the, the second episode of season two. Deku's like, I'm going to go into a job interview. And then one second before it starts, Mirio says, by the way, I gotta make him laugh. And he hates laughing. Bye! <laughs> Mir- I'm gonna go streaking! Woo-woo! <laughs> I don't know who else drink it! 
Uh, yeah, that's all great. I also picked up a new anime that has the best opening of the year already. Is that the one that people keep saying to keep your hands off of? Yes. Uh, keep your hands off of Izakonen. Okay. Uh, it's an anime about making anime. Oh, cool. And, and all the characters are really charming, and the art style is also really charming. Like, it's not Moe Blobs, which I really like. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, each character has so much personality in just their design. And then I also watched the music video for the, uh, opening, and it's even wackier than the opening itself. <laughs> It's fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, I also crushed, like, two seasons of Ruby. Okay. Uh, so I'm now caught up on Ruby. It's been pretty good. I'll give it that. It's I been heard. pretty good. Uh, we did Pokemon. We did. We can't really talk about it, but it's it was a good The thing. next one is the Saturday. Good. Oh, there's Seth. Perfect. Hi. Hello. Hello, Seth Aruni. Hello. Lindsay, have you given any thought about the thing I messaged you about? Uh, a few weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> regarding shit. Pokemon. No, sorry. Okay, think about it before Saturday. Okay. <laughs> do it. Do it fast. Think about it now. I'm a cowboy. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't question my eyes. <laughs> At least they're not too bloodshot. Listen, that's why I was wearing the sunglasses. Oh while yeah. Oh, we, we went to see Terry. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, going into something very. Just gonna keep the podium here for a very quick second. There's some crazy shit going on in baseball. I feel like a team might lose their championship. Like retroactively? Of, yes. Oh wow. Because they cheated super fucking hard. Oh wow. It's the hardest cheating I've ever seen. Yeah. It is actually crazy. What if I told you a trash can and a laptop <laughs> may end up taking away the Houston Astros World Series title? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now say that but pretend you're Morpheus. <laughs> what if I told you? trash can and a laptop could change the future whoa free your mind I know baseball <laughs> show me I've had a cowboy hat I'm a cowboy baby <laughs> Uh, no, just look up the Houston Astros sign-stealing scandal, and you'll get all the info you want. <laughs> Every word in that sentence makes no sense. Okay, so baseball pitchers and catchers have signs that they, oh. that they communicate, like, alright, I want a fastball next, or a changeup, or a Did they, ball. like, commit baseball fraud? It's not that they committed fraud. Pitching fraud? Is that they put a camera, like, looking directly at the... <laughs> At the pitcher's crotch, so that we can get the signs, and just we're like, bang, bang, it's a changeup on the trash can to let the batter know, like, oh, it's a changeup coming. 
I have many questions. Baseball. <laughs> Hat. Baseball. Okay. I'm just wondering why you're dressed like a cowboy. Howdy. Brian's <laughs> kind of going insane right I now. have not slept. Oh. I'll do it. Yeah. Went to Cowboy Town. A midnight Rider. Lonesome no, Cowboy. That's a, that's a rhinestone cowboy. Yeah, a rhinestone cowboy. Oh, we have to cut that. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Glenn Campbell. Oh, it wasn't even ten seconds. He died, right? I, I think he's dead. Wasn't he in 101 Dalmatians? Was he? <laughs> we Yes, he is dead. Okay, he did die. Okay, good. <laughs> Which means he can steal his music. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Aaron Carter. Yeah, fuck oh! it. Oh yeah, there was that. <laughs> that's the Backstreet Boys brother, right? Yeah, that's, that's the, the Backstreet, Backstreet Boys yeah. brother. Yeah. He, he stole someone's art off of like right off of DeviantArt or something, and the person's like, "Hey, you stole this art. Can you not? Like, you can DM me and we can discuss prices. I know you have money. You're a Backstreet Boy." And he goes, "Actually, not this Backstreet art- Boy. Wait, whoa." Is he, he he's the younger brother of oh, the Nick Carter is the Backstreet Boys. Oh, okay. Backstreet I thought Backstreet Nick Carter was the younger brother. Anyways, like I know you were a pop star. You even if you're not relevant, you still have money. He was a buddy. Yeah, he had money. And then Aaron Carter's like, actually, this is a public image, so I can use it however I want, and I'll see you in small claims court. You should be honored. Honored. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like. You're just gonna lose. Okay. All right. Cool. Sick. That would be me. Like though, if like I made something and like Dwayne the Rock Johnson took it and was using it, I'd be like, you know what? You know what, buddy? Go nuts. He would credit you though. He totally would. He totally yeah. Would. <laughs> Even if he wasn't though, he's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I don't think I could stand up to him and be like, he technically could. Give me money. See, here's the problem: is that you're okay. So you're fine with Dwayne the Rock Johnson taking your art. Yeah. That's understandable. But then. PewDiePie is like, oh, well, you let Dwayne take your art, so I can also take your art. And now you have to, su- not only do you have to sue PewDiePie, but you also have to sue Dwayne The Rock Johnson to get the legal basis in order to sue PewDiePie. Yeah, true. It's a sad turn of events. Unfortunately, you, you can't... You like the villain because you're suing Dwayne The Rock <laughs> Yeah, Johnson. I'm the <laughs> asshole. <laughs> well, Dwayne would probably settle out of court it, as well. He, he'd also probably be like, okay, no. Well, we just know Dwayne The Rock Johnson would never do that. The point being that we you would lay smackdown. We we need we need to do this right because we can't just sue PewDiePie on precedent. We have to have a reason to do so. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. Yeehaw. Yeehaw, motherfucker. Yeah, you look tired. Hippie I'm, I'm very tired. I may have. I, I I haven't. It's not that I haven't slept. I got a little bit of sleep and then my alarm went off because it was like. You have to go get groceries for someone else now. Let's pause so I can explain to you guys. And continue. Uh, Lindsay, because these two will be, go on. We'll flow into each other. Yeah. Yeah. I literally have nothing else to talk about. Good. <laughs> I let's see. I work. And it was mostly answering questions, and I think I've managed to describe pretty much all the photos that have been digitized into our current system, but even then, I'm, I'm not exactly happy with all of them. It's so... wheat. It's fucking wheat. <laughs> I live in vagina. How many times do I have to describe which angle of fucking Louvain this was taken in 1972? How many times do I have to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> 
Were they using Dutch angles, or was the tripod broken? <laughs> <laughs> the tripod is broken. Made full. <laughs> Okay, I see what they were going for. It was a, it's a, it's a understanding of the human condition that we are falling down as a society. <laughs> no, I think it just broke. <laughs> it didn't break. Why is it duct taped? It didn't break. It didn't break. <laughs> it's an enhancement. So anyway, anyway, at the end of the week, I got um, basically the. Saskatchewan Association of Archivists have a yearly kind of, you know, trying to get their names out to people, going like, hey, this is what archivists do, and I'm to come up with a couple ideas for what we're going to do. Archive con. (laughs) Yes. Do they cosplay? (laughs) Well, I mean, historical reenactments are one of the recommended things. So this is how we get the Renaissance Fair. (laughs) Oh, y'all should do a historical reenactment of the tornado. (laughs) (laughs) I want to get a bunch of guys together to make a a historical reenactment of the Battle of Yavin 4. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it did happen a long time ago. (laughs) Someone will be dressed up as a Death Star and will be dressed as X-Wings running around. (laughs) Poor kids, no. Lasers, lasers, lasers. Missile, (laughs) missile. Use the force. Uh. <laughs> 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 well, get you know, someone will dress up as Obi Wan Kenobi, but then we'll paint him blue. <laughs> he can stand in one blue man group. <laughs> I'm fine. You can rest now. <laughs> <laughs> I need I actually need more uh, <laughs> Lindsay continue with your week yes. or was that it that was pretty much it <laughs> alright <laughs> let me talk about my week let me talk about entering the podcast zone <laughs> Thursday January 9th me and Lindsay podcast about lackadaisy cats Saturday the 11th, I'm here, right? Was I here for this? Was I, I was here for this. The 11th. We didn't have a super fun, but we had Pokemon. Okay, we had Pokemon. I'm, no, I'm pretty sure we had a super fun on Friday then. We did. We had super fun on the 10th. Was that, was that a few of our favorite things? Yes. Was that on Friday? I think so. No, maybe it wasn't. No, anyway, I don't remember doing super fun last week. Oh, okay, no. God. okay, then I wasn't in super fun. Never mind. Because I was at the last one. We yeah. did but our me, favorite thing. Me and Lindsay podcast on the ninth. Then the eleventh, we do Pokemon. Oh, then on the twelfth, morning of the twelfth, I was on my favorite Pokemon with Janine Locked. I talked about Venonat. I committed crimes and I went to Cowboy Town. I listened to that episode like immediately as soon as it went <laughs> up, and I was like, "This is a good episode." Yeah. Radar is an especially good name for a Venonat. Yeah, I was surprised that I actually hadn't named a Venonat Radar yet. If they ever come up with, like, a water variant of it, and sonar. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Um, on the 13th... (laughs) On Monday the 13th, about a week ago... Uh, me and Christina recorded episode zero of a Glee podcast. Nice. 
Is ha- that its title or no? It's called going to be called Loser Like Me. It hasn't come out yet. Okay. We're waiting until we have all the other ducks in the row. We have to get the cover art. Austin has to record the theme song for us. Yeah, and he's busy in Banff right now. Yeah. I need to hear this theme song. It's just a parody of the chorus of Loser Like Me. I'm picking the right one. You want to do okay. the background? Because <laughs> it's a Glee original. <laughs> Tuesday. Did I record a podcast on Tuesday? No. But on Wednesday, I recorded Sorted, which is not a Harry Potter podcast, but a podcast about viewing things through the lens of Harry Potter. And then I talked about Glee on that podcast. That's not. We sort we sorted the Glee characters into Hogwarts houses. Oh, that's the that's premise of the show, is that they sort people oh. who aren't from Harry Potter into Hogwarts houses. Except the one time where they did the Harry Potter musical, because those characters are so far removed from the original, that they go into different houses. Reading that book. <laughs> <laughs> It's, listen, it's about the concept of Harry Potter. I, I know. I, I, that's still just like the number one insult. They, they, had, they had a whole 15 minute segment dedicating to tearing JK a new one after she doubled down on being a turf. Man, fucker. Yeah. On Thursday, me and Lindsay recorded with our friend Janine uh, on Reboot and Rebooted The Golden Girls. It's not a huge spoiler. Yeah. Um, we talked about old ladies and how our lives suck and also being horny. Because it was episode 69. <laughs> on Friday, I didn't do anything Friday. On Saturday, no, I didn't do anything Saturday either. I Today! Remember, I just remembered that uh, I, I came in right at the end uh, during your guys' like, recording and also like the, the, post, the post-recording. Yeah. And like Janine mentioned uh, Mass Effect and they got me thinking... I should have fucking known I was asexual years ago from when I first played Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 didn't romance anyone. <laughs> Half of that game is all about ga- getting it on because you're a <laughs> sex beast. Shepherd. And it's like, I'm just like, nah, I don't need that. So Ryan, what are you into? Space justice. <laughs> justice in the American way. <laughs> my name is Garris Vicarian and this is my favorite spot on the Citadel <laughs> always let him have that one my name is Kaden Alenko and you're watching Jackass those are the only characters I know the names of I used to say a joke in high school because all my friends loved the Mass Effect games they loved them yeah. all, every single one of them yeah. and me I've never played a single one of them. Yeah. I've never... Which is weird because they were Xbox exclusive. Weren't you an Xbox dad growing up? No, I had a PlayStation 2. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Yeah. I've used, and then I got a laptop. And now I own an Xbox. So maybe I'll try them. Now that I'm... Well, now they're multiplayer. But that was always the joke in high school. They'd be like, Sam, oh my god, have you played Mass the, any of the Mass Effect games? And I'm like, no, but I've seen all the sex scenes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those so sure, pretty up to date. Those models <laughs> sure are rubbing against each other. <laughs> Anyways, today I'm recording super fun. Yeah. Tomorrow, me and Christina are recording two episodes of Glee. Nice. So I actually yeah. had to watch. I watched the pilot today. All right. They did not shoot that in high def. Oh, oh, oh shit! I it's tried been that way, long, I, hasn't it? It was shot in uh, either early 2009 or late 2008. Wow! Damn. Actually, yeah. Ooh. And there were. Two separate MySpace jokes. Fuck. 
tail end. And, and, and Sue talks about doing a FaceTime video on her iPhone like it's a brand new thing. Because it was. Moves fast. My yeah. fa- I try. I actually because I listen to the Glee music a lot at work, so I'm like, well, I should try the show. So it's all on Netflix. So yeah. the one night I sat down, I tried watching it. I watched maybe five. I gave it five episodes. I couldn't do it. Ah, uh, that's too bad. Yeah, I love the music. Yes, but it's just like it reminds me so much of me in high school. Like, oh no! And it just oh. it drives me crazy because I'm like. Oh no, that's, that's that what guy. it was like. <laughs> I remember that guy. Because I was in Glee Club and it was like, oh no. Oh boy. Yeah. So my... it was very accurate. Yes. <laughs> I love the show. Like, it's good. I just, I couldn't get into the actual show. I love the music. Like, all terrible. I was going to say terrible. They're terrific singers. Yes. Favorite episode, though, I do have a favorite episode, is the Billy Joel episode. Oh, yeah. Well, that was, like, season five. Yeah, that's, like, season five. I like that episode. The only distinct memory I have with this episode is that Tyra Banks shows up in it. Yeah, she's in it. Yeah. She's the model lady. As Bichette. Yeah. Because <laughs> two of them take off to New York for, like, yeah, a day. To pursue their dreams. And they just get, like, crushed. Or at least he does. The one, Sa- Sam. The model. Yeah, because he wants to be so, a male model. Yeah. So what's that Tyra Banks appearance the prelude to Model Land? Or Model, model Land? Oh no, Model Land came out before she was on Glee. Oh. <laughs> Although I should, I should call up Annie and see if I could come on to I Will Fight You to talk about Model Land. You should. Um... But before I do that, this Tuesday, me and Lindsay are going to be doing another episode of Not Before I Beat You First with Serge from Cold Cash Pictures. And then after that, I'm out of the podcast zone for a few days at least. <laughs> and then Pokemon. And then Pokemon on Saturday. But I have three days without podcasts. Like like that's a good weeks. enough break, I think. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still waiting on our cold ones for Star Wars. Uh, I want to do that soon. I have a lot. I, I want to do that about. sooner rather than later, yeah. actually. I just went and saw it again last night, and I still love it. In the meantime, let's talk about the Oh, other... shit, wait. I just remembered. Thank you for reminding me. I also saw a movie. What movie? Being, uh, Weathering With You, uh, the new Makoto Shinkai movie Okay. Uh, of your name fame. Right. Uh, that movie, just as good. This is it, about the weather? It, it sure is about weather. Uh, the ending, I did not see it coming. It actually like, oh shit, that's actually kind of a unique way of doing this. And also weird world building. So it secretly ties into Persona 5. Got it. No. It's actually good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! A take! Yes. I have harsh feelings on Persona 5 and solid, long reflection. Years worth of reflection. Didn't it just come out last year? No. That was 2017. Oh, wow. Yeah. It doesn't hold up as well as I thought. Speaking of video games, I also pre-ordered Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. I was thinking I'd let it wait, and then I did play the demo, and I was like, ah, no, I should day one this. Day one this so that they'll make a new Mystery Dungeon game. Or at the very least, remake the other Mystery Dungeon games. Yeah. Listen, also, I think I shot you a uh, yeah. good idea. You wanted, um... Grovile. Um, yeah, Grovile. Mystery Dungeon Grovile for Smash. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which I would love. Also because just Grovile is a better design than Skeptile. I hate to say. 
I don't think that's even an unpopular opinion. I think that's a popular opinion. I don't, no, no, Ash had Groville longer than Sceptile. Yeah, and also, though I can I can fucks with Mega Skeptile. Yeah, that's all right. But that's still, okay. the bastards still do have a Christmas tree tail. I like the Christmas tree tail. I like. Listen, I don't dislike Skeptile. It's just that I prefer Groville. Okay. What's cool is he's got the got the thing in his mouth, stick. He's just like. It's cool, dude. Skeptile does look a bit like a Muppet. <laughs> now, like, the, I that's also Beaker to come out. That's also not a dig because I'm planning my uh, Diamond Pearl remake party ahead of time, and I'm going to put Gastrodon on there. Yes, because I realized at first I was like, "Well, I need a ground type, but I don't want to do any repeats." And the only other ground type, like I can't really do Glyscore because I already have like two or three flying types on here, so I'll do. Gastrodon, even though I'm not a big fan of Gastrodon, and I stared into Gastrodon's eyes, and I looked at his face, and I realized, hmm, you look, you know the Martians from Sesame Street? Yes. They go, yip, 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 Yeah, that's what, that's what Gastrodon reminds me of. I don't remember the Martians from them. They're like, they're, they're really like simple, loose puppets, and they would all just go, yip, 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 and then like find something, and like, on Earth, and they wouldn't know what it is, and so they like look in their book, like, oh, okay, yeah. Cow. 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 Moo. Moo. Mm. Not cow. Not mm. cat. 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 Meow. Meow. Yep. 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 I can ex- describe the crisis on Infinite Earths in one action. Okay. <laughs> what was this action? Do you need to describe this for our audience <laughs> in the ears? Mind fucking blown. Okay, cool. Did you Sick. like it? Oh, I loved it. Good. <laughs> oh my god, it was a roller coaster. It has made up for every stupid thing about the CWDC shows. <laughs> Because there's a lot of it, but there's also a lot of good. But that made up for all of it. It was the cameos alone were fantastic. Like, like I was, I like, I I don't follow these ones at all. Yeah. But like, Brandon Ralph. Brandon Ralph came back as Superman. Well, see, like, that, that one was easy because he's already a regular on Legends of Tomorrow as yeah. Adam. Yeah, he's uh, Adam. Again, I like, love don't follow. Adam is enemies. Adam is like the DC version of Ant Man. Yeah, uh, okay. him do a shrink. Except he Except, can he can just fly out. His no, own. yeah, I, because, I mean I didn't know Brandon Ralph was on the show. Oh he's yeah, amazing. He plays the Adam. <laughs> he, I love his character. He, he'll yes. say something and I'll just be like, "Oh Ray, <laughs> oh I love you." <laughs> I I love that. So yeah, so then Brandon Ralph comes back as the Superman Returns Superman, which also and they're like, "Oh, and by the way, the events of Kingdom Come happened to the Superman too mm. in the intervening time." I love when he says, "This isn't the first time I went crazy and fought myself." Yeah. <laughs> From Superman 3. Uh, my favorite part is that they don't really, like, they don't pull out some weird and wild explanation for why there's a Kryptonian on one Earth who looks just like a normal human on another Earth. It's like, oh, that's neat. Do you have a gluten allergy? No. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they brought in Ezra Miller. Splash yeah, from, okay. he, yeah. from Justice League, oh from the God. DC. That was oh. the biggest kept secret. Well, that and Lucifer were the biggest kept secrets. Yeah, Lucifer was... Lucifer from Lucifer? Lucifer yeah. from Lucifer. Wow. He's on, wow. He, he's oh. on Earth 666. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's his Earth? Fuck yeah. 
Uh, the Doom Patrol, their Earth, I can't remember the their numbers. Their Earth, I think, 29. Yeah, something Earth like that. Earth 19 is Swamp Thing. Yeah. Earth 9 is Titans. Yeah. So who's Earth 69? There's Earth 66, <laughs> and we saw, um... I think that was another Burt Jonah Ward. Hex. Oh, no, yeah. Earth 66 was... was the when the 60s Batman happened. Yeah. Okay. There's a uh, 90-something is when the Burton Batman happened. 89. 89. 89. And then Earth 96 is the Superman Returns Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a Birds of Prey. Yeah. There was a Smallville where... Yeah. He... Fucking, what's his name? I don't know his name. Tom Welling. Tom Welling. He comes back as Superman. But he's not well, Superman. Not technically. Yeah, yeah you're right. He's just he, Clark. Because he, well, yeah, he, he gave just up his Clark powers. That, right? And yeah. he gave up his powers to live up... a normal life. Yeah, he's got two so, like... He's got two daughters with Lois. And they brought back... What's her name is Lois? Erica Durant. Erica, yeah. She also plays um, Super Supergirl's mom. Mm, yes, Supergirl's mom. Eventually, she becomes your mom. They yes. switched actors. She, she replaced Laura Benanti. Yeah. No, but the scene with Ezra Miller's Flash and Barry Allen from Earth One is so random. It makes. So are they both Barry Allen? Or they're this... both Barry Allen, oh my God, but they look okay. completely different, and they have completely different suits. Um, and apparently in this point in the timeline, like, the, like, he's not even calling himself Flash, like, from the movies. So Barry's like, listen, I'm the Flash, but I'm from different Earth. Like, the Flash? Oh, that's a good title. <laughs> Wait, okay, let me start over. I'm Barry Allen. No, I'm Barry Allen. They're staring at each other, and they're just like... And it, 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 they don't show each other, like, a, a still of them both standing there. It's nothing but... But no, but they but they do though. Like near the end, where they're like having a, oh, that's slight, true, yeah. a slightly homoerotic checking out each other's suits. Yeah. But it's like in um, Hobbs and Shaw when they'd be yelling at each other, and it would just be at their faces. Yeah. That's what it was like. So Ezra Miller would just be like, and <laughs> Grant Gustin would just be like, and it just goes back and forth. Um, what's his face? Kevin Conroy played a live action Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Awesome. Evil Bruce Wayne. Oh. He was a he was a Bruce Wayne where he just gave up. Oh. He was, they, they he was basically him. Dark Knight Bruce Wayne or Dark Knight Returns, where it's like, you know what? All these other heroes are shit, and I must do the only thing that people are brave enough to do: become a mass murderer. He kills everybody. He kill people. He just he even killed Superman in his Earth. Um, and he's in that cool exoskeleton suit. Yeah, because he he's old and decrepit. And just, he's like, he also has a boy toy. <laughs> Yeah, Lucius Fox's six pack. Oh, <laughs> I love when um Kate comes in there and she's just like, "Oh God, <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> He's just ripped." <laughs> oh, you got the P ninety X. Yeah, literally though, he was just jacked. I haven't watched Batwoman yet though, but I've been meaning to. It's very good. Yeah, I've it's, heard it's, it's one of like so. Okay, you know how with. Basically all, like, the, the Arrow and Flash and Supergirl. Yeah. How all three of them basically started out with, like, there's a mysterious villain. We don't know who it is. But at the mid-season finale, we're going to tell you that it was secretly their closest alley the whole time. Yeah. Well, Batwoman was like, no, we're not going to bother with that. Right from the pilot, we're going to tell you, hey, by the way, Kate's sister, who she thought died, and this mysterious villain, Alice, they're the same person. She knows yeah. that. Everyone knows this now. Okay, let's go. I liked in the first season of Flash how they kind of revealed their, they slowly unraveled it. You just knew, first episode, there's something not right with that Harrison Wells. And then the next episode, yeah, oh, oh I was just saying he's, right. he's just, who is this guy? What is he doing? And then by the mid-season, oh, he's the reverse Flash. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god. And then, 
And now they've committed to having the Wells of the Year. Yeah. And trying to fit Wells into the whole situation of Crisis was probably the worst part of Crisis. Yeah, they turned him into a pariah. Pariah. So, okay, so... I haven't been watching Flash, but I've been watching highlight reels on YouTube of, like, all the other shows just so mm. I know what's going on with them. Yeah. So I know I know the, the Wells situation where this is Nash Wells. He's basically Indiana Jones. And his whole shtick in The Flash for this season before Crisis Star was like, I'm going to prove that the Monitor is actually just a fraud. And then, like, in the last episode before Crisis starts, he breaks into this, like, secret cavern underneath the City. Star Labs. Yeah. yeah. And, or no, it's like... So he's being attacked by zombies, and then the zombies stalk, and Nash is like, The monitor saved me! I'll now serve him! And then he breaks, like, he goes into the underground cavern. And oh, it turns out it was the anti-monitor, not the monitor monitor. And so then, yeah. like, he's, you don't see him for the first episode of Crisis. And then he appears right at the end when Oliver's dying. And like, Nash, what happened to you? I'm a pariah now, I'm here to watch people die. Because it was he, he caused Crisis. Yeah. So it, he, his My punishment bad. is now Oops. he must... Witness. Now he must witness sad things happen while looking dour. Yeah. And so when he walks into the room, you know, oh no. Who's going to bite it next? I I didn't like the fake out with Barry Allen. Yeah, Barry Allen should have just, like, we knew he was going to come back at some point in the rest of the Flash season, but Barry Allen should have just died. Because I knew the second they're like, when the monitor started coming around, Barry Allen must die in crisis. And I'm like, well, one, you didn't say which Barry Allen. Yeah. So, 90s, Earth, Earth 90 from the 90s Flash TV show yeah. Barry Allen and they died. And they kept bringing this older Barry Allen in. I'm like, it's going to be this guy. Yeah. He's going to do it. Now, it was a really good scene, though, too. Yeah, Because they also, as he died, they pulled it, showed out archive footage mm-hmm. of him from the original show yeah. talking to Tina McGee. Like, oh, that's cute. That's a nice send-off. Yeah, it was cool. Aww. So you're dead forever now. Okay. And then... Uh, oh, Black Lightning showed up too. Yes, when he walked into the room, I was like, yes! <laughs> Which is the other thing for I did, like, here's Black Lightning, what the fuck? Hey, I know your Earth whole Earth died, but, situation. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, okay. And now, was it the end of the second episode? The end of the third episode, where everyone fucking dies. Everyone dies, except for our main seven. Which was hilarious, because... When the the Golden Age Superman, he's one of the paradigms? The paragons. Paragons. He's just like, I don't feel good, and he evaporates. He gets all... consumed from the inside out by antimatter. It's terrifying. Oh, oh, cool. That's that's where you get Supergirl holding Superman that uh, money shot. Yeah. And he's and he dies, and then all of a sudden, guess who stands up? Fucking Lex. Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor, who spent the past few episodes going on a multiversal world tour of just killing Superman because he could. It was because he hit, they're like... You let him kill all those supermen, he'll, he'll, he, and then the monitor's just like, he has a role to play. Character development. <laughs> and then he he reveals that. He's like, what the hell are you doing here? What happened to the Superman? And he's like, well, I figured we were rewriting, you guys were all rewriting history, and I should do the same. And it shows all their logos. On the as, Book of Destiny page. On, on the Book of Destiny page. Like, all their names. And he just crossed out Superman and wrote Lex. and then and then they do oh right that was also the episode where like um uh, what's Oliver's daughter's name Mia Mia yeah so Mia and Sarah the white canary and Diggle and John Constantine 
Mm-hmm. They so Oliver dies in part one. Part two, they resurrect his body, but they need to get his soul. So part three, they need to find a way to get into purgatory, even as the multiverse dies. That's when they go see Lucifer, who definitely fucked Constantine in the past. Yeah, they were. There was a definite. And he flirts with the other three. Yep. And then they're like, "Can we go to purgatory?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure, okay." Yeah, he's like, "You helped me out with me, so I guess I got. I kind of owe you one." And then. They go to Purgatory, they find Oliver's soul, and then this guy walks out of nowhere. He's like, I'm John Corrigan. And Constantine says, no, you're not. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm just from a different Earth. Anyways, I used to be a cop, but I am a ghost. And so are you, Oliver. And Oliver's like, shit, you're right. And then they dip. And he becomes the Spectre. <laughs> Which was also one of the more ill-defined things. <laughs> I'm the Spectre now. I have the power to unlock all of Barry's powers by booping him in the forehead. I love that scene when they're in the Speed Force and Barry has to, he has to find everybody. He has to run through all the archive footage. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and when uh, Laura and Diggle are standing there, they're falling because Black Canaries land, they're dead. Like Sarah's dead. And they're like, oh, and then Barry just kind of comes in and they're all just like, um, what the fuck? What the fuck? He goes, really sorry guys. And he pokes <laughs> dead Sarah on the forehead and she goes, <gasps> they're like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? She's even like, sorry guys, gotta go. <laughs> you're not real, you're just a memory. <laughs> yep. Um, they have a battle at the dawn of time against the anti-monitor and his dementors. Literally. Poor Ryan Choi is just flailing at them. <laughs> There's all these guys. Supergirl is one of the paradigms. The Flash... Superman, uh, and, a, and a guy named Ryan. Wait, what? Ryan <laughs> Troy. Like, he becomes another Adam in the comics. Yeah. But right now, he's just this guy. He's just a guy. His, yeah. whole, his whole purpose that he has the power of humanity. He's able to convince everyone to think about their choices in a single speech. Yeah. And he, do, he doesn't even really do it. He only kind of does it to the monitor. They're, they're, see, they're probably just setting him up because they're going to put him in yeah. Legends after Brandon Routh leaves because he's leaving this season. Mm. But right now they're like, yeah, Ryan, you're real good at being a nice dude. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like even, because even Lex is in the battle with like laser fists or something. Sick. And Ryan's just like, I'm a punch him. And it works. <laughs> God. Supergirl's flying using like laser vision and just Russian killing. Manhunter's there. Oh, that's right too, John Jones. I thought you said Russian Manhunter. <laughs> oh, so no, like... that was Supergirl season four. Oh, yeah, oh. no, literally. Okay. With Red Daughter. I didn't overly like Supergirl until season four. That changed the game. That was such a good season. I need to go back and watch it. Yeah, it season was... one was really good. Season two killed it for me because uh, Kara and Monel fucking stupid. That is also Which is true, wild, because yeah. they're married in real life, and they're a real cute couple. Yeah. But they have zero on-screen chemistry. Oh, yeah, it was... I love when he shows up, he's gone for about five minutes, comes back as a version of him from himself as the... He went to the future, then came back a frozen in ice with his team, and he's like, oh, he's been gone, like, in all of, like, five minutes... And he's, like, married. That kind of, like, all that was reactions was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Um, but yeah. So episode four is basically people diving through their memories and doing yeah. some time travel shenanigans. And then they fight. And then, like, Oliver re- recreates the u- multiverse. Oliver dies again. He gets two heroic sacrifices. Jesus. Once you pop, you don't stop. Except for the one he just kind of peacefully dies. But his first death, he's beaten all to hell. And... Yeah. 
Oh, it was just like, oh god, it was a roller coaster. And then episode five. That one was where it lost me a little bit. Oh, I love episode five. Because, like, baby, you're in Legends territory now. You're going to force us to reconfigure our entire season. You're not going to tell us we're starting till mid-season until the crisis. And our first episode has to be the crisis. You're in our territory now. Fuck you. You're fighting Bebo. Yeah, there's Bebo. Tickle me Elmo monster from the dawn of time. Come back to terrorize y'alls. And then they... I love how they, like, we thought they defeated the Anti-Monitor, but then he's like, no, I'm back, and he's, I'm gonna grow 60 feet tall. And so then Team Science, uh, Cisco, Ray, and Ryan, they're just like, what if we shrink them forever? So they do. Yeah, that's literally And now, doing. now they, they, so they slam together Earth 1, Earth 38, and Earth Black Lightning into one Earth. Now they're yeah. on the same Earth, and it's Earth Prime, and now they have a Justice League of Superman, Supergirl, Flash, Black, no, White Canary, John Jones, Mar Martian Manhunter, Black Lightning, and there's one other person, Batwoman. Yeah, Batwoman. And they tease heavily Gleek. Yeah. That was his name, wasn't yeah, it? He's yeah, he's the monkey who was with the Wonder Twins. So we better fucking get the CW's Wonder Twins. Yes. <laughs> So was that all of it? Um, and all. Stargirl takes place on Earth too. Yes. Okay, so I zoned out like five <laughs> seconds in. I need y'all to try and do uh, it again. Too long. Didn't read. <laughs> um, friendship ended with the MCU. Arrowverse is now my superhero fan family universe. <laughs> okay. All right. Do anything else with your week, Seth? That was it. I played um, video games. That was it. All right, sick. So the one news story I want to talk about is uh is uh there was a Nintendo Direct this week. Uh, in fact, it may have been yesterday. <laughs> Time is a construct. Uh, and it may have set the world ablaze. You mean on fire? Emblem. <laughs> it's okay to say Fire Emblem, but if you don't spell it Fire Emblem, the Fire Emblem police will come after you. Yes. So, I got up early to watch this thing, and I was like, oh, because no one fucking knew. Who the fuck is going to be the fifth, fifth member of the DK crew of the Smash Fighter Pass? And we're all waiting there. And Sakurai is really hyping us up. He's like... Yeah, when when we get uh when when we start the video, you see you're gonna be like, wow, really? It's them? Wow, that's crazy. How did they get in? <laughs> and then the video played, and then we all collectively saw that it was blot uh, not Byleth Byleth from Fire Emblem, and the crowd goes mild. Old. <laughs> I will say the trailer itself was pretty good. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that it's this. It's another anime sword boy. So, and I want to talk because one of my picks to get into Smash is another anime sword boy. But at least he's not from Fire Emblem. He's from Dragalia. He can turn into a dragon. I just don't think Dragalia is gonna get in. I'm sorry. I want it. I want him. I'm sorry. Or Cleo. So, <laughs> watching this live and just seeing the chat, 
and just seen a lot a lot of resident sleeper. So it was just the emote of the guy just going, just fucking sleeping. Everyone collectively was like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Uh, and also during the presser, they showed that, hey, we're going to do another fire pass. And it's going to be six people this time. That's nice. That's nice. Thank you for that, Sakurai. Uh, he also goes into a whole spiel on, like, the history of Fire Emblem, which is kind of neat. Uh, he counted a binary. And that was also neat. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, the... The reaction on Twitter was very uh, venomous. There was there was some hot fire going around. A lot of people were heated, death heated. So, to kind of give some background to this, is that when uh, when Smash was coming out on the uh, the Wii U, the last character to get in was also a Fire Emblem character for a game that hadn't come out yet. It had been out in like for six months in Japan and was not yet released in the states. So that that was a blatant advertisement. Mm. So I actually found this one person on Twitter who actually like kind of made some straightforward points as to the rea- why the reaction happened the way it happened. Uh, the person is at Monkey D Lenny, uh, and I'll just read this verbatim. Uh, why the Smash Phantom actually hates Fire Emblem, a detailed thread. Uh, no knee-jerk reactions, an actual in-depth discussion on uh, where the hostility comes from. Uh, so, the first part. Too many anime swordsmen is the meme generalized within the fandom that outsiders take at face value. The real root uh, as to why the Smash Fandom reacts so vol- uh, volatilely. volatilely to F.E., it's due to the fact that a lot of things snowballing together to create the... Uh, oh my god. <sighs> my body does not... Your body hates you. My body hates me. It's not a wonderland. <laughs> a variable, perfect storm. One, the fact that half of the FE cast plays almost identical to each other. Uh, Marth was the first and Roy was a... Echo of Marth with a slightly variable moveset. Uh, Lucina is literally a Marth clone with her sword not uh, dealing damage, well, being just a little bit different. Yeah. And Krom is a clone of Roy, who again is a Marth clone. Uh, so that's basically like four Dr. Mario's. Yeah. Uh, to be sure, Ike, uh, Byleth, Robin, and Corrin all have, are very different in how each of them plays. Ike being a heavier character, uh, Byleth actually having the weapon wheel and using all the different kinds of weapons that you can use in Fire Emblem. Yeah. Uh, Robin being a mage caster that has magic and stuff, and Corrin being the dragon. Uh... (laughs) Uh, and Echo Fighters have done well to loosen the stigma surrounding clone characters, but it doesn't change the fact that half of the FE crew is just kind of identical to each other. Uh, two, the fact that Fire Emblem's presence in Smash has, since the beginning, been about one thing. They're walking commercials, which kind of everything is a walking commercial for everything. But Fire Emblem is this more specifically because, like... Right from the start, I mean, this is said in the thread too. Right from the start, uh, Martha and Roy were added to entice people to be interested in Fire Emblem in the states 
which yes. it wasn't even being localized at the time. Yes. And, like, it's the similar thing with Corinne, who was put in to advertise a game that had not yet been released, and even to a little bit degree, Byleth, because, like, we knew that the roster had been determined beforehand, and Sakurai had to play an early build of Three Houses to understand what Byleth is like. And the team itself yeah. played an early build. Yeah. So, Byleth was already planned kind of from the beginning of the DLC cycle, to be a character in Smash, which is also a little bit unfair, because they already set up kind of this rule that, hey, these games have to have come out already, and Xenoblade 2 had already what wasn't out yet, so we couldn't get a Xenoblade 2 character in, but we got the Rex Me Fighter instead, which... Oh, no, that's kind of not fair. Yeah. And, like, even... I've seen some comics from Fire Emblem fans in this thread talking about how even they're kind of sick of the way Fire Emblem gets treated because they're not put in because they're cool characters. They're put in just to sell more Fire Emblem. Yeah, and, the, and like, as someone who really liked Fire Emblem a lot, it like, I was just like, oh, really? This whole thing probably would have been avoided. This whole reaction... Probably could have been avoided if Byleth was like the second or third character in the DLC. In the second pass. In the second pass. Yeah. Because they would have been like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. It's been a while. But like, and like, yeah, the game's been out for a while, but they had to play an early build before the game had even released to get this character in. Yeah. That's just not fair. That's in playing internally. And they even ignore their own IP in... Xenoblade 2. And I don't even care for Xenoblade at all. But, like, I just, that's just not fair. That's kind of a slap in the face to those fans. Uh, uh, back into the thread. Uh, Lucina and Robin had two years to build up their legacy from Awakening to their eventual Smash appearance. Their inclusion felt, well, earned. Uh, no one complained about Krom gaining. Why? Because he had a legacy. Uh, and he was. He had longevity, and he had been publicly shunned <laughs> from Smash 4 to get his redemption in uh, Ultimate. Uh, his inclusion felt harmless and, again, earned. Corrin is what we call a shill pick. <laughs> and now we see the same thing happening again with Byla. Uh, the fact that the DLC was decided long, t- long before, and Sakurai said he had, had to play an early build, blah, 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 blah. Uh, incredibly unfair to Xenoblade fans. Uh, inclusion of the Smash roster mean a whole lot to the fan base and has evolved into the variable Hall of Fame for Nintendo. Uh, and now gaming itself with the likes of Cloud, Snake, and Ryu. Uh, so the fact that a character can get in to sell you something feels just insincere. Uh, which leads to the third point. Uh, Fire Emblem of all Nintendo franchises keeps getting newcomers uh, while our Nintendo series... Uh, fans keep begging for uh, get passed over. Uh, Captain Falcon is alone representing F-Zero. Kirby hasn't had a newcomer since Brawl. Zelda has three links and none of the none of the Zelda villains outside of Ganondorf have appeared in Smash outside of Giram as a uh, assist. assist. Uh, Star Fox has been begging for Crystal. Here's where this guy lost me for a second here with Waluigi. No, Waluigi doesn't get in. 
They will never get in. Not until they have their own, like, thing. Exactly. Give me a Wario Land game where you can play as Wario and Waluigi. There we go. That solves that problem entirely. Waluigi's Mansion, where it tur- he's trying to make the most haunted mansion he can to mess with Waluigi. It, with, with oh Luigi. my god, you make a Sims game. With Waluigi. <laughs> In fact, that Byleth's trailer... Li- this is a funny joke, though. <laughs> that Byleth's trailer calls out the criticism the fans have uh, with too many swordsmen are there. <laughs> I do fact- like the fact that Byleth can just swap genders. We stand in non-binary <laughs> swords person. I-, I saw a really funny piece of art from that, which was like... She showed... Uh, uh, the second version of uh, the female version of Bile shows up, and uh, the mind goblin is just like, "Wait, wait, what? How how'd you do that?" <laughs> oh God, that McDonald's is attacking me. On the like in- you. It is keeping me awake. <laughs> Fire Emblem three problems. Uh, homo <laughs> homo generalization. Uh, commercialism and favoritism. Uh, put it all together, you got a series that the fan, Smash fan base loves to hate. Uh, it's not that all the Smash fandom is un. It's not. It's not that the Smash fandom is ungrateful for things like Joker and Banjo. Is that we're frustrated that we can't can get all of these amazing characters. But when it comes to Nintendo's own series, uh, uh, the table is tilted and the balance is off. Uh, we just want things evened out. So, put this in perspective. What franchise do you think has the most characters in Smash Bros? Mario. It's been a long time since I played Smash Bros. Just, just thinking of Sma- of Nintendo franchises. I'd have to say it's probably Mario. Yeah, yeah, it's Mario, and even also counting. Wario and uh, Yoshi, because they're from their their respective series, that's about 11, 13 characters. And then coming up right behind that is Pokemon, but only if you count as each Pokemon from Pokemon Trainer as their own separate Pokemon. Otherwise, that's about 7 or 8 Pokemon. And then Fire Emblem tied with them. With 8. That's a lot. (laughs) Especially when Zelda's still there. And Metroid and all these other franchises are right there. It, 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 just, it just feels weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's an unfortunate mess. But hey! We got six more characters coming on the way. And I'm happy for the Fire Emblem people. It, it's, it's nice to have the series be, kind of become a core franchise now. In North America, too. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that this is a side effect, but I don't think they're going to add any more Fire Emblem characters. Not after this. No, they're not. I can almost guarantee you that. I guess my own frustration is that it's... They chose Byleth, but didn't take the most unique approach of making them Pokemon Trainer. <laughs> with their students. Oh, that oh. would have been interesting. Like, you could have had Byleth with uh, Eldegard, uh, Dimitri, and Claude. And you just switch between the three. 
That would have been that would be a cool way of going about it. But mm-hmm. uh, they, tra- they trust the route they did. That's fine. The trailer was funny, and the character looks cool at least. But we got six new characters on the way. It's gonna be. It, it'll be fine. Do you we're, think the next? We'll do you think the next person will be revealed at E3, or will we have to wait? Uh, when does E3 start? June. Summer. Oh, okay. Uh, I feel like that would be the earliest. You, maybe, maybe a direct the month before or something. I don't know. But yeah, I think that would be the earliest because they would probably be starting work on that stuff like now ish or in December or from from December of last year. Yeah. They've already decided internally what six they're picking, so we'll just have to wait and see more or less. But yeah, that's 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 the Smash Bros. corner for this. It was just kind of a, the, this thread kind of like just sums it up in a more concise, mm-hmm. non like saying more than just hose mad. Yes, yeah. This is this was c- concrete, concise thoughts. Hose disappointed. Hose. <laughs> tragic <laughs> the tragedy of the hose tragedy of Darth plays the wise have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Byleth the hoe it's not a tale of the fire emblems will tell you about what's next on the old news let me check real quick nothing Nothing has ever happened, and nothing will again. Oh, shit. That's unfortunate. Uh, As soon as I opened up Destructoid, the first thing I saw was GameStop is so screwed. Star Wars game, Fallen Order? No. No. Not yet. I can't afford games. I can't afford it either right now. Yeah. Started playing Red Dead Redemption 2 again. Nice. Okay. See my Fitbit? Oh, shit. Oh. Nice. Wow. Wow, this GameStop thing might actually be kind of worth talking about. Uh, so, things con- from Destructoid. Things continue to get worse for the once mighty video game retailer, GameStop. For a long time now, net sales have been dropping, and net losses have been piling up, and this tried to snowball during the 2019 holiday <laughs> season. Uh, today's, uh, today, GameStop posted their financial results from nine-week holiday sales period, compared to the same in 2018. A sales de- decrease of 27.5%. Uh, the dip was expected considering that GameStop has been closing stores all year in hopes to cut costs and rain the ship. However, the same store uh, sales suffered nearly the exact same fate, decreasing uh, 24.7% uh, year over year. Uh, people are not shopping there. Which is unfortunate because some people in this age of digital really can't 
do digital. Yeah. 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 Space is a space is very much a limited quantity. And uh, space is a luxury. That's the word I was looking for. And having stuff on a disc is real helpful. Yeah. Well, sometimes. I mean, not really. Like Xbox and both Xbox and PlayStation. If you buy a physical copy of the game, you still have to install it on. The- well, yeah, you still have to install the game on there, but uh, generally the the file won't be as big. Sometimes mm. from game to game. Uh, it also may may help if developers were maybe pivoted away from the going for the hyper realistic like photorealism yeah. in most of their graphics because that like that makes your that makes your uh, file size like balloon mm-hmm. in size. Uh, so yeah, that would be kind of nice. <sighs> and. I can't find any other news. Uh, fuck it, we're done. I'm tired. Y'all got stuff to do. You're busy people. Yeah. I can uh, do it here. Uh, if you want to follow us on any of our social medias, you can do that at RealSFN on Twitter. Find us on Facebook at the Superfund Network. You can send us an email at the Superfund Network at gmail.com. That's the Superfund Network at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Good night. Stay stay sexy. Stay frosty. Get murdered. <laughs> really? For fun. For power. You become more powerful. Get get get, get murdered while listening to Eminem's music. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that drop. Okay, we're oh, not exactly. Oh yeah, we're done.